Welcome to Two Mics. Today's special guest is Bonnie and Tito. Uh, we are hoping to give you value for your time. We're going to be discussing a variety of uh, topics centered around marriage and commitment. We're hoping to give you value for your time. Karibuni sana. So, something happened recently. Um we saw what is this guy? Uh Will Smith get butchered. <laughs> by the wife in front of the whole world to see and I felt bad for him um because uh you could see him dying a little you, you watched it you could see him dying trying to smile but you know the smile you see those times when you're young and your mom will slap you and I'm confused to jaribu kulia and so you like <laughs> 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 I just laughed at him yeah. I don't think it's the first time those things usually aren't the first time no no like, my point is um, it was exposed can you, can you I saw yeah, I saw I saw how he was he was dying uh, and the wife kept saying that uh, the w- there was an entanglement Yeah. And you'd see what we like say hey, you calling it an entanglement? An entanglement is that we calling it? So basically what happened was for those who, for those of you who didn't watch it is that um uh Jada uh the wife of what Will Smith of was it over 20 years um was um normally has a show it's, I think it's called the Red Table uh where a talk show where she invites different people to come and they discuss different issues and so Agastalsina one Which of is mostly a lot of nonsense so there's there's a new there's there's a hip hop guy uh, ladies seem to really like him and um so he's a young guy he re- recently released a new album and uh, in a promotional interview uh he mentions that he was in a relationship with uh Will Smith's wife Jada Jada Pinkett Smith And um for context Jada was a former Will girlfriend Smith Pinkett. Yes. Jada uh, Jada was uh the former girlfriend I think to the OG Tupac. Tupac Shakur. If Tupac was here right now he will ride with you. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. Okay. Humor. Yeah. Yep. So um so so in this so in on this particular episode now uh So uh Aga says that he was in a relationship with, with Jada and then now Jada in an interview now on the round table uh, with Will Smith um she mentions how she was not in a relationship with uh, August uh it was an entanglement but now the context of it was they had agreed to have an open with August August Alcina Yes, the rapper. Is a is a rapper, stru- is a hip hop guy. Let's call him a hip hop because R&B is inclusive in hip hop. So, they had an open marriage with Will Smith, right? So, and to make it even more weirder, uh what's 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 an open marriage? Let let, let me finish uh, uh, yeah. So, so what happened was they agreed from the interview jada says that from the onset they agreed that they're not going to um they, there was a moment when they were in a very very bad place and i think they decided you know they were even splitting up right but then they decided 
not to split up and in that moment is when he decided to when when she decided to uh, get involved with August now w- the weirdest bit is August Alcina was best friend uh was their firstborn son what's the name of this boy Jaden they are very very good imagine Jaden is very uh, your best friend is your mom's boy toy and to answer your question an open marriage is where you decide yes we are living together but we can see other people and a number of people like Monique Monique from uh, the Monique the comedian she is in open relationship uh kina a number of celebrities have, have been having uh open uh, marriages and so in this interview i could see will smith dying a little bit um a, a little bit more inside man then I, i felt so bad for him so i think his embarrassment was more with it becoming public and him being dragged to sanitize the whole thing no 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 not that mm-hmm. it was not that not the issue with his wife and august having that relationship i think it the the his embarrassment or his issue was it being made public but people have always known people have always known that um will and the the wife have an open marriage it's okay if mm-hmm. it, it was known but i think for the details to be exposed mm-hmm. that wasn't something nice for oh. me because i also think will had has also has his own indiscretions sa- yeah mm-hmm. he also has his own side chicks and indiscretions mm-hmm. but maybe i'll say that he keeps his side chicks in line <laughs> and jada couldn't keep his side chicks in line oh, and now he had to come He had to come and clean up Jada's mess just because she couldn't control her side dude. Okay. Yeah, I think that's what happened. If it's known it was an open thing, we could we can't assume it's only Jada who was having a side whatever. Some people are thinking uh that the society is willing to forgive uh Jada and I think they have in a big way. No. Because no no for real if Will Smith was the one in that position uh who uh he's trying to call uh a, a a relationship that is having outside marriage an entanglement people would eat him up you trash no but from the reactions i got to see online people started calling out jada because now when she used the word entanglement people now came to the realization that people just use some times big words that feel philosophical or they are blurry words to mask what actually happening so if if th- this thing was allowed by both parties and there was an actual relationship why are you calling it an entanglement what is an entanglement you've introduced an entirely new word to describe something that has a word already for it so that it seems watered down if you say ent- entanglement and not affair it doesn't seem bad now but now you see you see my point is this same thing as calling if you look at if you look tax at tax evasion tax avoidance no 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 there is a difference between tax evasion <laughs> yeah, and tax there avoidance is, but but let okay, anyway, that's a different discussion all i'm saying is if you look at someone like um uh, the guy who plays golf what is his name tiger woods tiger woods yeah the blowback that happened when he was caught in the indiscretion uh, that he was in his career got injured sponsors pulled out oh my god 
Anyway, oh when you look at the blowback where sponsors completely withdrew their... No, there's nothing I can't look at. Uh, uh, sponsors are no longer supported him. Let me put it that way because your minds are in the gutter. Um, you see, and when you look at the case of Jada, she has been elevated. People who didn't even know her now know her because I'm sure there are very many people, especially in Kenya or outside the U.S., who didn't necessarily know who she was. was let me finish my point so that so that you see explain how the society is, is kind of willing you know forgive the indiscretions of a woman and completely villainize the indiscretions of a man I disagree with you why are you assuming that she's been elevated because in my opinion and from what I've seen people have said that she's full of it because after she called it an entanglement, even people could see that she was trying to cover up. To many people, she became a villain because it's accepted that they both had an open, they had an open relationship. The issue was that she was trying to cover up her relationship with August as an entanglement and not what it was actually. But what I think it was. Um, I think I think Will Smith in that same um, talk also after that followed up with a relationship. And she agreed a relationship, but uh, I just wanted to that that whole thing. Oh, she was she was saying an entanglement. I think there's a name for it: mitigating speech. When you're trying to yeah. when you're trying to communicate something um, using less. Huh? What's the word? Yeah, using less severe severe words. Yeah. And I think that's that's where the whole fuss came from, yeah, yeah. Uh, because she actually cheated. Okay, okay, whatever. They whatever had the situation agreed was. To it. But it was a relationship. But then her choosing to use it as to 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 use the word an entanglement. Yeah, she was trying to sort of not trying to make it not seem I that, feel... that bad. But I think in my opinion, where um like the backlash came from, even from the public, and where people were, were seeing that maybe Jada is not as harshly judged as a man normally is, is especially even with that age difference. Yeah. Like she is almost twenty years older than oh, yeah, I get August. You. I get you. Because if it were Will Smith yeah. uh, going out with um, some, yeah, with a twenty-year-old, that's terrible. You see, and there was this, there was this situation with Drake. I don't know, texting yeah, yeah, an eighteen-year-old, yeah, and people were all up against Drake and everything. So I'd say women mostly. Well, yes. And I have a theory for that. My point is, when you look at uh, when you look at um, what I like how Tito has, has, has brought up the age difference thing, um, right now there's a very big discussion going on on um, um, these uh, Jeffrey Epstein and the minors that uh, they were engaged in uh, indiscretions with. I'm going to use mitigating speech. <laughs> uh, the, so, you when you look at the kind of um, I'm, of course, it's abhorrent. It's completely wrong. But when you look at the kind of uh, negativity, negative coverage that is getting, you, you can't help but compare these two. And Jada 
that is not where the discussion is the age difference but obviously i've, I've always believed that uh, as long as both of you can be able to vote you are of legal age age is not just a number first of all i want to make it very clear i am not supporting in uh, marriage in my opinion should be between a man and a woman and they should be committed to one another they should have commitment to each other that's that's just what i believe um but now in this particular issue i'm just curious how come kina anul schwarzenegger when men are caught with their hands <laughs> when uh, something they not anul schwarzenegger i'm an inager schwarzenegger in it when an, someone like kina anul schwarzenegger to the chopper are caught with their hands in the cookie jar kina kevin hart and all these you know people in the public uh, men in the public space when they are caught the the, the blowback is 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 much much is much much more severe um as compared to women uh being caught in the cookie jar and the discussion is normally no the problem must have been the man if you see your wife going out to go so you look for other people you're not giving her enough attention you're not giving her enough so this that, and the other but for the man you're just being trash you're just being a man and men are dogs that's where the discuss that's 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 normally how the discussion goes and and to be quite honest i find that to be very very hypocritical it is hypocritical and it's not only beyond beyond the agenda thing there's these situations where we've had in the us a teacher have sex with a student so the teacher is female of legal age and the student is underage and it's not even persecuted the society almost doesn't see it as a big deal and there have been three cases in the US right now another one is even locally when you have two underage people having sex why is it that it's the burden is placed on the boy even if both of them were underage even in a situation where maybe you might have a 19 year old girl who is just over 18 having sex with a 17 year old boy and it's in the sieve maybe they have kids and it's in the sieve the boy was in the wrong why not the girl furthermore we've decided that apparently when you reach 18 you magically become mature i think it usually stems down to the power dynamic and more often than not the men usually have more power in most of these relationships and i don't know it's hard for a man to have sex if they are not willing that's what i can say that's yeah so, so in terms of gender no i'm to, in terms of uh, august and gender um i i don't just uh, I, uh, no i don't think it's if august didn't want to get in that um affair with nani um what's um august is august and gender i don't think he would have done it there's usually a different kind of power dynamic between men and women i don't know how i can explain it that whole gender thing i think it was more of gender denying the relationship and calling it something else and then august saying that it's a relationship because august was very clear that even if he died today he he has experienced love through the situation that he was in with with uh, jada and but now Kevin, does jada 
Jada denies it. Jada calling it an entanglement. But we have the background story. They had agreed on an open marriage. Will Smith had August asked Will Smith about it. That's what according to August. And Will Smith gave him permission according to August. But I haven't seen any denial from Will Smith about that. Will Smith He only uh, had I don't know what the issue even with Will Smith. I think he said he knew about it. Yeah. Yeah. So now now listen. So, in the fact that he did not fight it kind of shows Yeah, concern. yeah, yeah. So but, where is it? So are you saying that uh, the issue here is the way society is yes, treating Yes. And, and to answer your question what, Ke- what what Kelvin is saying what Kevin is saying is that um the the power dynamic I think what you're doing Kevin is looking at power uh, the power issue from a physical point of view and i agree the physical power in itself is a, an important uh, dynamic when it comes to sexuality and consent but i want I, i want to submit that there is also power manipulation that comes someone is of more influence like in this case of jeda and and august definitely jeda is a much is bigger powerhouse than uh uh agast is or will ever be probably right uh, and from a point of view of age from a, the, the point of view of uh money and influence and celebrity uh power that she wields and it's something that we also see in our society where um your boss might be a lady and she is a, she's above you in terms of she trusts you and she, your life depends kind of put and put in that organization So if she was to kind of extort sexual um favors from you so now the question becomes how isn't that also a power dynamic that is being used that is not necessarily physical but that can, because let's my point is let us not underestimate the power of manipulation Ma- manipulation is something very very powerful um that you might tend to ignore in in the in the, i don't know if you get what i'm trying to say yeah and i understand what you're trying to say but my my view is in most situations especially in modern society is no one really cares if it's if it's a lady boss uh, maybe uh, approaching like one of the subordinate male employees most people in the world will be like say go for it and that's the problem yeah. and that's what i'm saying it's and an issue it's cause most of the time Uh, most times dudes won't do it or do anything with the lady if they don't want to but many times when it comes to a dynamic where it's a male and a female employee it's usually i don't know there's a certain um power dynamic i can yeah i don't it's usually different mm-hmm. uh, the guy might be trying to I, i don't know how i can explain it but it's it's usually different when it's reverse well from a physical not even physical from a physical e- even the mm. even the influence in itself mm-hmm. in the company and mm. all that mm. there's no way the i don't know if the female the boss employee who's a female mm. will go around saying that she refused my sexual advances or he refused my sexual advances so um, there's no way i'm giving him a promotion or anything but i think the male employee can do something due to Um, the guy not giving uh, the lady not giving him 
like the advances or reciprocating the advances. I don't well, know. Well, I don't necessarily the dynamic is usually a lot. I, I, most of the time, I find the dy- dynamic is usually a lot different. See, the guy. You're being sexist, Kevin. No, I'm not saying. You're being cal- uh, reverse sexist. Yeah, we are favoring the. <laughs> the, the women no, I'm trying. I'm trying discussion. to be devil's advocate. Yeah. Most of the time, it's like the Epstein one, mm-hmm. the one you are saying. Uh, I watched the documentary on Netflix, and you found that most of these ladies usually felt that that they had been pushed to like a corner. There's no way they could have come out of it. They were trying to tell police officers, and nothing was being done. It's like they felt that moment where, let's say, Epstein was telling them, "I'll massage me," like blah, blah, all this, yeah, all this stuff. It was they felt I'm trapped here. I can't. I can't leave. Mm. And most often than not, usually find it's hard. It's very hard to find a guy in that position with a woman. But uh, to to be honest, I have I have a friend who has found himself in that position where the manager who definitely will do the thing. What is it called? The annual review that will determine your promotion is asking for sexual favors. This is someone who's married um, and with kids. Uh, you are fresh out of college. You're trying to, you know, make progress in the career ladder. And the guy, and is that a fear of life or fear of it's losing f- your job? Fear of losing your job. Yeah, in most cases, for mm-hmm. women, it's usually a fear of life. Okay. Yeah. If you put that. In. Yeah, so, and actually, uh, in the in the corporate ladder, actually, to agree yeah, with you, in it, that it's case, also an, in that an, an issue of fearing for your job. But also, I don't think, like in the case of Epstein and uh, this this guy from um, uh, Weinstein, uh, I don't know what's all with these things. Uh, but uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what happened was, women, if you want to get a role in a movie, even Lupita Nyong'o was was a victim of, of Weinstein. Where if you want to get this role in Hollywood, you have to. Um, pro- uh, it, it's movies are sexually transmitted, right? And it's the same thing also in Bollywood. A friend of mine, an Indian, I, uh, he was telling me in Bollywood, majority of these women, you find that they're not even that very good actresses. But for you to progress, there has to be a price to pay. Yeah, and I think mm-hmm. that's in that case, I'd say it's on the lady. Mm-hmm. In that case, you, if you're you're given an option, mm. you either sleep with me mm. or you don't get the job. Mm. If someone has the people who have good morals, mm. like you said, Lupita Nyong'o, mm. what did she say? She said she walked away. She walked away. Allegedly. So, mm. yes, so, yes. From story, yeah. You can't say allegedly. <laughs> too much. <laughs> okay, fine. I'm sorry. From what she said, yeah, she walked away. Said, yeah. She walked away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. she walked away. Mm. So. If <laughs> you see, she had the like, she had her moral. She knew her value mm. and yeah. all that, mm. and she said no. Mm. There are those who, there are those who will say yes and say, sleep all the way to the top, and mm. they'll never complain. Mm. And there are those who will sleep, yeah, and, and then, then complain. They, they, there's a comedian who was saying, um, um, who was this? Dave Chappelle. Yeah, he, he was saying, uh. What was he saying about it? No, I don't know yeah. if it's the same one, but mm. I remember him saying he was talking about how he walked away from the fifty million dollar mm. Comedy Central deal mm. to do Chappelle show season I think three. Mm. And then when he hears a lady say when I had no option. Uh, yeah, when uh, it was yeah. when Louis C. K. Mm. revealed himself to me, mm. I 
I, he shattered my dreams mm. and then he said and then I believe you didn't have a dream to begin with. Mm. If that's if someone revealing themselves to you mm. is what shattered your dreams, mm. you didn't have a dream to begin with. So his point was you can walk yeah, away like yeah, you can walk, you away. Can walk and you pick can yourself. Walk away, yeah. So the people who normally do it and say I didn't have an option. Yeah. Really? You always have an option it's just the consequences that maybe you are a bit uncomfortable with. Yeah. 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 Mm. We shouldn't simplify it just as that because, like, if you're looking at uh, your unemployment, say a girl and your boss does something like that, even a dude, and you're put in that compromising situation, mm-hmm. and maybe, like here in Kenya, you'll be helped a lot, and maybe you have to put food on the table, it's a precarious situation for you. Mm-hmm. So, are we blaming? Are we, are we blaming? Are you, put, are you putting the burden on the victim? No, 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 no. The you don't understand. What, what, what we are saying is this: uh, it happens, right? Uh-huh. Uh, what, my, at least I am saying is, don't say there was no. You didn't have an option. You always have an option. It's just the consequences of the options that you have. Maybe you're not very, very comfortable with. For example, now, if your boss is demanding this kind of thing, you have the option of saying. No, I won't do it. But maybe you're not very comfortable with the, with the consequences of losing your job. But does it does that not place the burden on the victim and not the perpetrator? Both of them both of them have of course um I would the burden say, should be on the perpetrator. But I uh, there, there is no argument about that. But we are saying even you the victim it's faulty to claim that you didn't have an option. It's it's life is unfair. Life obviously is very very unfair. Um, I'm just saying that it's 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 wrong to claim that you did not have an option. In light of marriage and the story of uh, Will Smith and Jada, what's what's the role of the man? What's the role of exactly. the woman? And what and what's a marriage? And actually, that's what uh, that's what I also wanted to kind of uh, yeah, kind we, of we diverted yeah, we, we, uh, yeah we deviated yeah. a bit, um, but. As we are finishing that girl section up, um, I was saying in most insta- instances, men usually find themselves on the latter side of that dynamic of I can most of the time is I can say no mm. and walk away. Yeah. But so, for women, it's and not so they much. They usually yeah. understand mm. I chose to have sex with my boss mm. to get ahead of my with my career, and I'm fine with it. Mm. You'll never find a guy complaining about. I slept my way all the way to the top, even if it's I was taken advantage of. Mm. Yeah, they they rarely do it because <laughs> most of they know the, what I I'm giving this to get something else. It's a like give and take. Mm. For women, it, there are instances where there's that fear of mm. my my life, or where the option of choosing is taken away from yeah, you. Yeah, and, yeah, and and uh, and by all means, I agree that that yeah, is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so now, so now, brings me to the next point. Um, and the point is uh, marriage. So, Tito, uh, this goes to you. What is your opinion on open marriages uh, in light of this particular issue? What happens so that people go with an with an open marriage option? I think you first of all know my stand on that. That's no, no, I worked on me. What is your opinion? Um. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. uh, but I, I just I don't get it by the way, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and why do you marriage, think people go for it? Um, the I think I think it I think there's there's some level of commitment that is um, 
avoided mm-hmm. because marriages we are like as we traditionally understand it is you know that total exclusivity to one person and commitment to one person that you are there for them uh were you reacting like that the, um, me by the for the record it's not yes, me yes, yes, like that yes, this, 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 <laughs> someone in the crowd here who's <laughs> making funny reactions people might be thinking I, I, I'm, I'm cringing on you saying commitment no, I'm, I have no problem with commitment <laughs> <laughs> no 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 I'm still very single anyway continue <laughs> um anyway, I was saying oh okay let me let me not say that I fully understand why they choose to go that way I I don't know because I wouldn't in my wildest imaginations mm-hmm. think of going it down that route mm-hmm. but I do think that um that particular aspect of commitment is huge mm-hmm. Um and based on the way you defined it it allows for someone to continue seeing other people. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't see why mm-hmm. I don't see why you would um choose to sort of commit yourself to one it's, it's like you're committing yourself halfway through. Mm-hmm. And there's no way you would have something fulfilling mm-hmm. by telling someone, "Hey, let's let's do this together. Let's raise children mm. but i may not be there for you all mm. through I, i actually do agree with you uh on that regard because i think one of the things that make marriages fully work um people who get married for 20 50 years is going in with a mindset that um th- this is it um there is no outlet we just need to work our issues out within this infrastructure that has been uh, provided that is the marriage the marriage institution and i feel like in many ways one of the reasons why people would go for open marriages is the i would say the lack or the disinterest in committing yourself you want to get into something halfway and um always having an option b When you get into marriage um you need to get into it uh very very sure. And I, I like how uh um our pastor Pastor Ken uh when the, when he's officiating uh, the marriages he always says that marriage is not an institution to be gotten into lightly. Uh because this is something that is completely exclusive. And I don't know I want to say uh from a natural point of view uh it kind of goes against the very nature of who a man is where you commit yourself to one person uh to having um a sexual interaction with one person that is against uh the na- quote and quote natural instincts of a man uh but no naturally from a scientific point of view uh men are men are promiscuous um animals that's that, uh, i have there is data to show that but it, my, yeah, point is, it was, my point is men can have sex with multiple yeah. women yeah. without having a emotional connection yes but so, i don't know if it's the same with women so so, so yeah. my point is once you've committed to this institution you need to be very very sure about what you're getting yourself into and fully committing to um going all the way it it breaks because it doesn't live to certain standards 
So and also how do you entertain an open relationship? The way you've said it when you start doing something half-heartedly then it's bound to fail. So you either for me if you can't do in a monogamous way just become single. And you can have all those relationships you want. No. If that's what you believe. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? No, 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 no. Let me say, let me say. Yeah. You see what you see. <laughs> no, you see like, uh, what, what you are what 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 again you are fighting for or what, what you are agitating for uh-huh. is a promiscuous life. Is a life of going around and um having sex with people and, and and to be very honest with you I'm not sure why why have why have a monogamous marriage if you know you won't be able to do it then don't do it and if you don't so do it on that are you telling agree. me then let's not just agree let's let's you, just... you can't propose that this is wrong and then when I don't do it say it is so wrong you can't tell people that so you tell people don't choose to have a monogamous relationship if you know you're not going to be monogamous mm-hmm. then people not choose not to be monogamous and then tell them you can't be not monogamous no <laughs> that's yeah, not what, it's that, true that that's not what i'm saying all i'm saying is uh, if you if you realize that you're not going to be able to commit uh-huh. leave it yes and that's what it. does that mean that's it what does that that's Yeah. yeah so what does that mean so uh, uh, my point is uh, uh, with regards i disagree with that with sex it. is a reproduction uh, is an activity for reproduction animals do it all the time we have those urges all the time but that does not mean we should give in to those no. urges panamic but it doesn't also mean that if I, usually we naturally feel those urges yeah no i'm not saying acting on them but we have that urge yes does it mean Why don't we then have a nudge for marriage? You see now what happens is what informs that people is there are some people who don't want the to set of mor- morals everyone has a set of morals they live by um so if you say everyone so, has a set of morals so, 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 so if so it's, it's agreeing with you as no, 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 mean that I'm just, and that's what I'm saying my my point of view would be um uh, maybe sex should be within a child is crying you see you're hurting the children with your stupidity <laughs> listen uh, <laughs> listen all i'm saying is uh in a dysfunctional marriage <laughs> sex uh, uh will be crying should be uh within the have children the, the bounds of of of, uh, of marriage okay first of all i think we are trying to like arrive at one universal across very many because i think because whatever um Moriti here is referring to it's the Christian idea of marriage it's specifically the Christian idea of marriage and i don't think it would make sense to expect um christian marriages from non-christians it doesn't it, it wouldn't make sense um so maybe we, maybe we can all agree that maybe what we are sort of um benchmarking against is the Christian idea of marriage. So, um the whole idea of marriage in the Bible first of all, I think it's tied to the whole narrative that the Bible is about because the Bible is about this narrative of a people that fall away from God and through that whole storyline, God is restoring all that uh, all that all the humanity and everything that uh, came with the fall. 
Now, marriage is also was also affected by the fall. So, you I don't think we can pick out an aspect of marriage and just discuss on it alone because it falls within this whole Christian narrative that has a story to it. Now, in the beginning, um God intended marriage to be between a man and a wife. And this is what Christ alludes to when he says because of your hardness of heart most has allowed you to divorce your wives and everything. So, the, the aspect of um like their polygamous marriages in the old testament what yes yes okay what 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 i've seen the explanations i've seen uh refer to like the, the cultures at, at those times where women needed like some sort of attachment to um a man for economic reasons uh even for social reasons and then the mortality rates for men were very high because of the constant wars and we know it's men who, who go to war so the the ratio of men to women was always disproportionate so i think that was sort of an inevitable dynamic but that's not the true intention of god for marriage remember all this is in a setup where it's a fallen world that god is redeeming and now when christ comes um and and institutes that back that that um that idea of a man and a woman together raising up a family and in the new testament is actually very has very strong imagery of a monogamous uh, marriage because it it paints a picture of uh, Christ and the church um sort of being the husband and the wife so i think i think those are my views on that i think yeah um Maybe on me, he's talked about the Christian side of it. Uh, the reason I was making a face when he said that was the traditional way of marriage is because even in Africa, you know, we were mono- uh, polygamous. Ah, uh, so, okay. yeah, that's okay. why I'm saying okay. traditional is relative. Oh, yeah. 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 So, <laughs> yeah, it depends on whose tradition. So, um, I was reading a book called Sex at Dawn. It's about human sexuality throughout the different times and ages and they're showing most cultures that usually don't put such a high value on sex there's usually a better relationship between men and women most most of the time today like in most marriages we have today per se it's more of we we loved each other and i don't know how i can define that love because most of the time i find is we're probably sexually attracted to each other and it might be the reason i'm not saying it's the reason all the time but it might be the reason why people get married and then if your base the basis for your marriage is on how we are sexually compatible you find that along the way that becomes stale and then we realize there are things about each other we don't like but traditional marriage never used to have a really high value on sex even i remember when you were reading, uh, studying in I don't know if it was primary school or high school it was even in african culture when let's say your friend ca- came over you could give your wife to him to sleep with her yeah 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 some african yeah culture. yeah like sex even in maasai you remember you're told if your your age mate the guy who you were initiated at the same time came to your place and you were not around he could just like so nini spear the ground with the spear at the door and then go in 
and sleep with your wife if you li- if the wife allows if you came home and find that that's happening you just go and do something else in most traditional cultures sex was not a big thing these days it's yeah it's the thing it's like he cheated on you ah uh, we are breaking up there are so many other things a guy can do in a marriage and never never that, that never leads to breaking up but if it's just infidelity it's usually the big thing it's unforgivable i can't come back to that so there's a certain value people have put on i think sex that kind of destroys marriages another thing also on um like bonnie was saying sleeping around it's usually statistics are showing people who usually have one life partner throughout their life usually last longer in marriages if you you if your wife was the first person you like had sex with usually have a longer marriage then when maybe you are like very promiscuous before you got married it usually leads to problem down the line it's just statistically speaking and the usually a, a fa- like a husband and wife family even if i'm not looking at it from i'm actually not looking at it from a christian perspective but father, uh, ha- one husband and wife family usually produce in better adjusted kids most of the time if maybe a woman who's having kids from different people she's the one who's raising the kids statistically speaking i'm not saying it won't how it can't work out well but statistically speaking the kids usually don't like grow up well yeah so actually um when you look at uh jada's kids huh? those uh, jada and will smith's kids they they those kids man they, they are local um they are completely where like you realize that there's need for that um structure and it's what Kevin think there's a book um uh i saw some it's called a, a, a boy who's raised as a dog i don't know something like it's a psychology psychology book i think a, the boy who's raised as a dog it's a very good book um and uh, the there is a story in the book of of one child who saw the mom get killed uh, a man came in slashed the mom with a knife and the child also akakatwa na kisu on the neck fortunately the child didn't die so when the child uh woke up hours maybe later and he there was a milk on the on the uh, kitchen uh bench went and drank the milk milk like poured out from the neck so the person like slit completely and went also tried giving the mom some milk he was a four year old baby child tried giving um the child uh the mom some milk and it was such an ugly scene uh, the person who came the mom is dead the child doesn't know there was so much blood even milk so the aunt or something comes and knocks and that's how they were discovered uh but from that time and the child grew up um so the mom died and the, uh, and the child grew up with a very very bad trauma for milk like till this day the child cannot stand milk the, the the adult cannot stand milk and cannot stand silverware because the mind kind of goes back to 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 um to that scenario so that trauma 
and so um to agree with you i, I think it's very very important that um even as parents you seek to give a bit of structure there's a meme today i was seeing the person was saying uh you saying that your parents have been married for 40 years blah 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 have you ever seen them holding hands have you ever seen them kissing oh nigerians you see your your marriages last for 40 50 years have you ever seen your parents holding hands kissing or in each other's laps but then i'm thinking the most important thing um is the kind of structure the kind of um the kind of consistency that you're giving your children as they grow up it's we might demonize our parents for not being overly emotional with each other but i feel like how they did it kind of helped um us be a bit more rounded to be a bit more um psychologically stable because of the stability we get from the word go i think what what what's what i'm understanding is that the the parents they model they model to the child what a what a stable marriage is supposed to be so i think i have another there's another thing that came up we were discussing with kevin about children having children so not with me <laughs> thank you for that clarification so, <laughs> so the, 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 there was this discussion of uh, women who don't who don't want children so the, the question is should the man be okay with the woman not wanting children maybe a quick one on that before i say something i had on my mind um i think one of the reasons people get married is children Uh, yeah procreation and a continuation of you know your own lineage and everything and company and also there's interestingly from what i've learned from married people there's a very strong sense of um responsibility and meaning a sense of meaning that comes from bringing up children so i think that those are part of the reasons people uh, have children and i i think maybe those are discussions people need to have before they yes, get married that's what so I was, that I was going to say that yeah. it's very very important for that communication to be very clear so that even as you because i had a boss who decided they are almost in their 40s and they've decided not to have children they are sorry yeah the man and the man they've decided not to have children sorry the man and the woman they've decided goodness the woman my boss is a woman mm-hmm. so they've decided not to have children and they're touring the world together ha- enjoying life so yes it's very important that you have com- f- uh, procreation uh but also companionship is part of marriage but that communication needs to be had before you get in uh but so something else i had on my mind is um on this whole discussion of marriage and family you know family is not separate is not uh, unaffected by the political scenes in societies and everything and for us especially in african context and everything i think first of all um and i think i sort of picked this up from what you were saying uh we were seeing uh, your parents being affectionate and everything and all that i think the way our parents grew up remember like them they themselves grew up in in a setting that was just coming from a colonial setup 
a colonial setup that had never had any regard for family and you don't expect families to thrive under such conditions and you see the thing with um with even cultures these things are passed down these things are passed down to people the way you bring up your children you will most probably unless you're intentional about it raise them the way you are raised what do you mean um they were coming from a a colonial period that uh, did not uh, support uh, uh, families because i would be of the opinion that they were coming from um a period of colonialism a british uh, white man colonialism period that um was christian quote unquote based where families were very very important you can the, the book by ngogo thiongo the river between um joshua and uh, like when you look at that book you realize that there is a lot of emphasis on family and uh, marriage and and one of i think one okay, of but the, to be yeah. clear that's that's fictional but books reflect uh the realities of the society uh we use um we i would say culture um is normally the canvas on which books are written on yeah because you you, you have you depend on the current culture or the culture that you are writing on to be able to tell your story so of course that book would be reflective of the situation that was happening during that period but that's not my point is what do you mean by we are coming from a period of of where family was not valued because i would be of a contrary opinion but have you ever considered that your parents were traumatized by their war exactly like freedom fighting those those are, those are, that's 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 some that's some of what i was I let me give you a story to. of my mom what she told me so during their time there was a lot of child labor and it was forced on them in terms of this is our story during their time so my grandfather was one of the guys he was a young man but they were involved in that and that uh the guerrilla warfare and stuff and my grandmother also also used to uh they used to take food to the fighters and all so they had seen a lot of death and a lot of men died a lot of young able men so there was they needed a lot of labor from the remaining population that is women the few men who had been left the old men and children and then growing up in such a setting where death is commonplace it affects you as a child the same we've described that boy so we tend to see our parents as just our parents and we don't tend to see them beyond you know like your dad was once in your position he was not yet he's not he was not always your dad he was at one time himself he had his own dreams he had his own traumas but for our parents they they had that thing and she was telling me that they didn't have time for to think about raising kids well and family mm, exactly. they they were exactly. spent most of their time uh they needed to provide food mm. for the family so tailing in the fields and then uh their parents were very keen for them to go to school so they used their parents also used to work a lot so that they can take them to school they never saw each other a lot they our parents did not experience that emotional attachment mm. that you talk of so they never learned it from them what i was saying is um you see first of all even this having this conversation of how we can raise better families and everything it's a privilege we have right now as you were saying our, our fathers and our grandfathers they never had time for that 
you you needed to provide you needed to think about food and you had no time to think about being a better father and everything now still coming to that one very crucial aspect to families and the raising of healthy families is fatherhood and moriti you will have to agree with all of us that <laughs> that or else <laughs> let, let's not come to that but that um manhood in africa in our context manhood like has been was seriously affected by colonization and everything because if speaking of it generationally like um like our fathers they were not fathered i kind of agree with moretti and it's in in terms of the way we like you're saying our parents didn't show affection it's because for them that was not a major part of marriage marriage had other things that it entailed it like like you said which was provision like you said i am like you said there's that providing food taking care of the family teaching certain values it was them showing affection was a very small part of what entailed marriage it didn't mean they didn't love each other so for them um the part where you're saying that um what is it uh, fatherhood and all that was affected i tend to disagree cuz i think it was affected more when we started getting more westernized back then cuz as i remember the oldest stages which you went through you are a child from you you are a child to a certain age then you are taken to the men and it was more communal as well you, it's not only your father who was fathering you your grandfather was fathering you the men in your clan were fathering you you're taken taught about the values of the clan this is what we believe in this is who we pray to all that and there was a system that was set in the part of osg we love you and all that wasn't but, w- but, it was more let's um do and not tell but even that setup it was there yeah. it was significantly disrupted by colonization we we'll have to agree on that because like even after the state of emergency like the majority of the men they were up fighting uh, guerrilla warfares and everything well as you were saying uh, the women were up providing food my own my own grandmother uh, used to tell us stories of how she was she used to like um, smuggle food to the maumau but that's the all, but that's also very regionally specific because not all regions are fighting that's not all regions are fighting so how do you explain the, yeah it was more no 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 no, no, no. That's a misconception and it usually revolves around that the Maumau in fact the Maumau are not fighting for the freedom of Kenya. The Maumau are fighting for the freedom of their lands within their community. Yes. Other communities like the Nandi they're also fighting Arab Samoa. Mm. You see you're, you're assuming that it's only the Maumau it's not only the Maumau. And yes, then secondly what about those societies think about where this. I, Kabingu's point is what about the societies where uh-huh. we see um uh, them are kind of being complacent uh, or just you know nonchalant do not caring about, about the presence of the white man and kind of agreeing with the white man and this toxic quote unquote toxic male fatherhoodness portraits still existed in those what's, places where they were not necessarily fighting i think you should what's the de- your definition of those toxic traits No no we are describe we are coming from a point of you see, how if, african if my dad doesn't tell me he loves me he 
why you should mean that you see, he doesn't love no, 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 no. You see, Kevin, uh, Bonface, what yeah. I'll say is this. When you look at it from the point of view of, and actually it's a very, very important point. Uh, when you look at it from the point of view of, there are there are societies that did not fight the white man. Yeah. Um, there are societies that agreed with the white man. Yeah. And like in Anandi, you find that the people who are fighting, uh-huh. it, it was not as communally, uh, I would say, censored as with the Mau Mau because with the Mau Mau, everybody was involved. Uh, in one form of the, or the other, it came and made you make you take oaths. But in those other places, you find maybe it was just the warriors who were from the community and helped by the community fight. But now, not everybody was fighting. So no, yes, no, let me make let me finish. So, so that these, yes, all these societies where they didn't fight, right? How comes the template is kind of the same? Doesn't it then point to the fact that maybe? It was not an issue of our parents being traumatized, but an issue of maybe priorities being different as, than they were right now, one. And secondly, as I was saying, we were coming from a society, societies basically that were deeply and deeply patriarchal that uh, necessitated the women to play second fiddle. Because you can't, not all societies, not all societies were were, were, were oppressed. Not all societies were fighting. Can I ask you something? Because I'm not sure what you're arguing for. So are you... Ouch. No, no, for real, because it, yeah. you're, you're, moving, you're shifting between patriarchy and women oppression and marriage and children. So I'm not sure what does this point to. Because initially when we were talking about the trauma and stuff, it was in respect to how our parents raised us. Yes. No, no. It was res- it, no. It was from what I understood. It was with respect uh-huh. to the fact that, and that's what you quoted. Uh, uh, um, um, our parents uh, not being necessarily the most affectionate, and then I had given the point that to, to children or to, to themselves or with each other. Oh, with each other. Yes, uh-huh. with each other. That that is where all this is 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 uh, developing from. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were not very very affectionate with each other, and Tito had opined that it could have been because of uh, they were so traumatized to to love each other. And I deeply disagreed with that. Uh, and Kabingu brought in the point that it could be as a result of um, the priorities being a bit different uh, from they are right now, and that's what I'm saying. On top of that, I also do tend to think that it was a society that was deeply patriarchal, that did not see women as equals in the marriage, so women as property. That was through the African society. And 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 if if a woman would be looked at in the same uh, level with a cow... This whole thing about uh, African women not being respected... In the traditional societies, how true are you? You see, you're talking let me, about let me just cows, throw in a but you're saying about dowry. Dowry was never about paying for a I woman. Boniface, Boniface. So when you say a woman is being equated to a cow, what do you mean? Or property? And why are you assuming? Oh, well, let me finish. Why are you assuming? Why are you assuming that they did not love their women just because they don't love them the way that you would love a woman now? Secondly, also know that. You are you are exposed to Western culture. They were not. If you aren't, you'll probably be the same. 
So they can also claim ignorance. And you cannot blame that on them. I am not saying women are cows. No, no, no. but you see, the point I'm raising is you're accusing those guys of very to very of various things. I am not saying women are cows. I'm not saying say that. They are I, 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 I was just saying the society back then, uh-huh. how they viewed women, they viewed them as property. When you're counting your property, this is something I'll 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 send links. They if you counted want. children. They want. They counted. Mm-hmm. Even the number of wives. The Actually, number they, of wives, you're not supposed to. Yeah, you're not, not supposed to count children. I'm not ca- there are societies that didn't count children; others did. Luvinzu, Africa was, was not one. But all I'm saying is, then why are you blanket no, 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 no. generalization all of, the, of all the, others? The consistent, the consistent model that existed was women were viewed. The number of women that you married. Can I propose something as your property and can I, no no can I propose deserve, something no, can let's I propose back. something let's, let's pull it back let's pull it back back to marriage let me propose something I know let's you propose not blame then, what we don't we can't control okay and yes. and work on what we can control so uh, the discussion of uh, this whole discussion was about marriage and family and family and children and and the, I think the contentious thing has been how we were raised now our parents were raised and I uh, I hold my guard that um, the post-war period, the post-war uh, parents, like, they did not raise us, like, um, the way our parents were raised and how in turn they raised us, it all goes back to, to back then. Did your parents go to war? No way. My grandmother did. Yeah, this, this, that. yeah. That doesn't mean that. Actually, actually, for me, I have a like I said, my, my way of thinking about it is different. It's just that to th- no to them, it's it's regardless of what they grew up. I think the way we they raised us, it's kind of better because they showed us there are many things that make a marriage that are not only sex and affection and all that marriage has a lot more that goes into it if you look if you model ourselves on what they showed us you'll see taking care of kids and all that because their society valued that kids um yeah yeah that relationship between even the parents and the kids which i I might say in modern marriages you're also losing because you're at work all day you rarely see your kids. Other people have your kids more than you. You don't mm. get to impact your values on them. Mm. So, for them, yes, I, I can say it was more of they showed us it, there's a lot that goes into marriage. When, when you look at the current society, love kind of becomes an emotion. Love kind of... Um, and especially uh, when you look at the a, a very wild view, you realize that love becomes that feeling and if it doesn't if that feeling goes then our marriage is not working uh, we are not compatible but in my opinion is that i always say that love is a verb uh, it's uh, it's not a noun love is an action love are things that you are doing that you are intentionally doing that you might not want to do these things but to do them nonetheless to make marriage work and i think that is what our parents uh, that's how different we are the marriage of our parents time and right now because the father my father will come home and do what needs to be done 
to make this work he he will sacrifice his his salary he will sacrifice whatever needs to be sacrificed because he in, in what i've said doing things exactly and so i'm saying um it's it's not a feeling it's the things that you're intentionally doing uh repeatedly with the same person um to make the marriage work and i think that's something that uh, is not very very big in the 21st century average marriage can we say that it seems like like say this generation and our parents they also still had flaws because once right flaws. now feels like it's more sex and maybe beyond uh what you're saying about love for them they had that responsibility respect there's that actionable love maybe it lacks maybe that's what we need to learn yeah and i think that's a message you need to send uh, but i think if we are if we are discussing about this right now mm. it's a good thing yes 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 and i, I think, think our parents had that yeah. chance <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, 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 and your dad will be like uh, yeah yeah that's what about like, high school yeah. my dad used to come with a gazette and nyama <laughs> and nothing and, and he would come during visiting days uh, visiting days ni mom I think um so I think it's very very important you're having this discussion and uh you know being being very very candid about uh the fact that there are things that even us as we get into marriage that we need to consider very very deeply and um we are hoping that even you as our listener you will be able to you know get value and and consider maybe that uh you have we we as a society might have a very loose uh, and flimsy uh understanding uh of what marriage is and should be and, and yeah, so so it's very very important that that you think about you know those things and 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 it's very very key that you realize that even as you get into marriage you're not ma- you're not getting into marriage with a saint you are as broken and as boring and as all those things <laughs> as, as unromantic as you might see your partner to be and 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 basically pointing us to the fact that you also are flawed and no one is an angel and therefore marriage is all about really uh, in my opinion uh two very imperfect people trying to make things work two very different people who grew up in very different um environments so before you get into marriage it's important that you realize that you are not getting into an arrangement with an angel and um be very open minded uh to the fact that the person will be broken the person will be different and that does not mean the marriage is not working that does that just means that you need to put in work to make it work. Uh Siji, at the end of this discussion I, I think I've gotten more confused than <laughs> <laughs> because uh, yeah yeah because if we, if you're concluding that there's more to marriage are we in a way supporting what Jada did because no, to no, her no. it's her and will raising their kids and all that was more important. Mm-hmm. No no no. So what, they, my conclusion uh, my conclusion Kevin is that uh, what what Jada and Smith did was um not appreciate that th- this person might be broken 
And because if you listen to the story, it's because they, 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 they recognize this person is broken, so they decided to venture out. But they did not go in with the mentality that this person will have issues and I need to be to be patient enough with this person to be to be flexible enough to continuously and repeatedly go back to the same same person. The way you've defined marriage, mm-hmm. you've guys defined it in a Christian basis, mm-hmm. right? No, no, no. Yeah, it's more of a Christian because it's more of a Christian because if I look at alternative ways in which people might will have we have polygamy, we have polyamory, we have all those other types of marriages out there mm-hmm. and they work for some people. Mm-hmm. So um what that's why I'm saying when we say there are more important things in a way you are kind of um supporting also other alternative ways. No, 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 Kevin. Because oh. if if we agree, if we come together we agree, sex is not the most important thing in our marriage. We want to raise we want to come together, we work together well, we want to have kids. We we might even love each other regardless of who we have sex with so how is how is that bad for their relationship you see to to conclude kevin in every discussion <laughs> people will always work from a certain point of bias that is yeah, that, that, yeah, that, that, yeah, that, yeah. that cannot be removed from a discussion and and i will have my own biases concerning uh this issue that is informed by very many factors um So, so so now marriages even for people who are not necessarily Christians last for very long when commitment is at the center of that institution whether it's whether it's Christian whether it's not marriages at work is a work because of commitment people deciding to choose each other every time uh, you realizing that this person is 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 broken and 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 you choosing this person continuously but it, because this is the person that you chose to live with this is the person that you chose to do marriage with and therefore commitment is at the center of that equation a man and a woman yes yes um okay so my final thoughts on this um first of all i think um marriage and family is an evolving institution um and obviously the way it was 50 or even 40 years ago is not the way it is right now and even right now as we speak it's still evolving uh, but i i think th- this whole argument sort of refers back to a core worldview and a set of values and uh, i think referring back to what we that section we started with uh, that reference to jada and will there's something that jada said that stuck out for me uh, because how she was trying to justify the whole relationship was that it had been a long time since she felt good so she she was longing for a good feeling of some kind of happiness and in that i saw individualism and i think that's one thing that's sticking out very strongly even today where yeah selfishness and individualism Uh, because that that affects commitment because you know previously used to be I'm committed and I'm utterly committed to you and to serving you but these days is I'm committed to us but I come first uh, yeah so I think we still need to um question the, those underlying uh, perspectives and notions yeah 
those are my final thoughts uh, thank you guys so much for joining us today we hope that we earn the value of your time and we hope to hear from you next time thank you kwaheri <laughs>